Hello and welcome to Shrink, the podcast for the mind. I'm Philippe Taron and I talk to the people who want to have a better understanding of their issues with weight and body image. Each year, an enormous number of people go on a diet, probably millions each year. I don't know, I don't have the numbers, but I know it's a lot of people. It's a big market as well. And they do that, but somehow they know that it's not going to work. They know that eventually they will lose the weight that they want to lose, but they know as well that they will put it back on. They know it because they've experienced it before, or they know it because they've read about it, or they see you know, what happened to, to their friends who, who have been on a diet, and they've seen the results of you know, that diet after a while. But the thing is that you know, so many people are desperate to lose weight because, I mean, for different reasons, obviously, because they don't like the way they look, because they don't feel attractive, because they don't feel sexy, because they think they look older when they're overweight, because they don't fit in the clothes that they used to fit in, or they cannot even wear the kind of clothes they used to wear, so they don't look Uh, in terms of style, they don't look the way they used to look. But obviously, of course, it's for uh, health reasons. I mean, uh, of course, it's not healthy to carry uh, uh, even 10 extra kilos or 20 extra kilos. Of course, it's even worse. And I mean, there's so many reasons why so many people are desperate to lose that weight. They usually come up with some good resolutions like Um, from tomorrow, I'm going to make sure I'm going to eat less than, uh, I don't know, 1,500 calories a day. Or uh, on, on, from Monday, I'm going to stop drinking alcohol. Uh, you know, now it's Friday. I give myself three more days where I can drink wine or whatever alcohol. But from Monday, that's it. I quit. And it simply doesn't work. It doesn't work because it doesn't fit their lifestyle their lifestyle, sorry. And also it doesn't work because the reasons why they've been overeating and sometimes over-drinking is not the one they think it is. It's not because they're greedy. It's most of the time because something is wrong in their life. They manage their emotions or they manage their, sometimes it's a trauma, by overeating. They are soothing their pain by overeating, and it works. As I've said it uh, in many previous uh, episodes, it does work, but not for very long. Let's say if you're, uh, I don't know, anxious, for example, and uh, you know, you're very worried about something, you've got some anxiety, well, you may be tempted to uh, calm down, calm down, sorry, that level of anxiety by snacking, by eating something. And as I said, it does work, but for a very short time. But after that, you know, once you're done, you'll start regretting that you've done it and uh, you'll feel bad about yourself and somehow you make it even more difficult for you because you have, with time, developed a negative self-image which is getting worse and worse. I don't want to sound dramatic. Maybe I do sound dramatic for some people who are not in that kind of scenario, but... Believe me, many people are in that scenario. And I've been there. 
I mean, I was really stressed at some point in my life. Uh, and, you know, I, had, I was going through other difficult circumstances, not terrible ones, but some difficult uh, circumstances. And uh, I've put on a lot of weight, like 28 kilos. I think it was 28. I mean, it was a while ago. And uh, when I was looking at myself in the mirror, I couldn't. I mean, I was looking at someone else. Like, who's that guy? Who's that big, fat guy in the mirror? And it was me, of course. I knew it was me. And I tried all kinds of diets. I did the, the Atkins diet. Then I did all the various uh, um, keto diets, which were all derived somehow from the Atkins diet. Uh, every time I lost uh, some weight and, you know, sometimes a lot of weight. Sometimes I got back to a weight which I was happy with. But somehow the reasons why I did put on that weight didn't change. So there was I with, you know, my weight loss and uh, somehow feeling good about myself. But within days or weeks or months, I could see that things were deteriorating. I was again overeating sometimes drinking, you know, too much wine when we would go out. And, um, I mean, I was so desperate. I thought, I mean, I've paid so much effort. Sometimes I would do a diet for like oh, six months and really stick to it, you know. And there was I putting the weight back on. So as I've said before, there are reasons why we tend to overeat. Um it could be emotional reasons. You may be overeating because uh, you're angry and you cannot express this anger. And um, as I said in a previous uh, recording specifically about anger, anger is not a bad thing. It's supposed you know, to help you say no to uh, circumstances or to people. Who, you know, when someone speaks to you, for example, in a way that you don't appreciate and you can say to the person, I don't like the way you're talking to me. You know, you shouldn't talk to me that way. I'm not happy with that. It's about having boundaries, being able to say no to others. They're saying, uh, no, I'm not staying later at the office. I'm tired and I need to get back home. I, I've got stuff to do. Um, anger is not a bad thing. But if you don't express it, and if you, you, know, if you start... Um, keeping it inside you, it, it deeper and deeper inside you. It's like you're having more and more hangers, you know, stocked in your, I don't know if you say that in English, but more and more um, anger in your, uh, in your body. And um, then you eat. Then when you eat, uh, instead of uh, expressing that anger towards a situation or towards someone who deserves it, um, somehow you, you turn that anger against yourself because you overeat, um, you feel calmer, um, but then afterwards you would think, oh shit, why did I do that? I feel I'm so big, I'm so heavy, I feel bad. and So you've turned the anger against yourself. You might be overeating because you're sad and in your family or in you know the environment that you that you live in, sadness is not something you can express freely. Um, I know that when I was a child and I was feeling sad, 
and I was eventually crying. My mother would say, oh, don't cry. I feel like crying when you're crying. I feel it makes me so sad when I see you sad. And the last thing that a child wants is his mother to be sad, his mother or his father. The last thing that a child wants is to make his mother or his father sad. So I was keeping in, keeping it for myself and I became some kind of a clown. You know, I was always uh, uh, cheerful, always smiling and uh, because I saw that my mission was to keep my mother away from her despair, from her sadness. Fear is also another emotion why we may be tempted to overeat if we don't listen to our fear, if we think we're going in, in a direction which can be harmful for us. Um, it can be financially, it can be, uh, can be, you know, there are so many different reasons why uh, one can be fearful. But if we have been raised in a family where you're not supposed to be fear, to have, you know, to be in touch with your fears and, oh, come on, uh, don't be scared. Uh, you'll be all right. Come on, you be, be tough, you know, be strong. You can, you can do it. Don't be scared. And I mean, this kind of messages that we all, you know, we all tempted to say these things to our kids. I mean, I did say that to my kids, I guess, at some point. It's like being scared is, uh, is wrong, is a, some kind of weakness, especially for boys, I guess. Um, come on, be a man. You know, don't be scared. Be a man. Which is, <laughs> you know, when you think about it, it's quite ridiculous. But I mean, it's things that are quite common that we we tell children or we tell others sometimes. And again, yeah, if you cannot express that emotion and it's becoming overwhelming, you may be tempted to eat. To, uh, or to drink, um, to somehow put that emotion uh, at a lower level, not to be in touch with that fear anymore because it's unbearable. You may be overeating because you're in a toxic relationship. You're with someone who's abusive and somehow by being overweight, it's your way to keep that person at a certain distance. Um, you feel like you're not attractive anymore because you, you're overweight. And although you probably still are, but anyway, that's how you feel. And um, that's the way f to protect yourself from any uh, physical contact with your partner, with your partner, husband, wife, you know, whoever is, uh, you're in a relationship with. But the relationship doesn't have to be abusive. It can be as well that you're not attracted to that person anymore. You even sometimes some people feel disgusted by their by their partner. I mean, I'm, I don't know why I'm laughing because it's terrible. Uh, you know, you, you meet someone you know that you uh, that you fancy and you have a relationship with that person, and after a year or ten or twenty years, you you know you just don't feel like going uh, uh, to bed with that person and uh, and have. Uh, any uh, sexual activity with that person because you don't fancy him or her anymore. So by being overweight, it's your way to keep that person at a distance again. And it's a shame because it's, you know, these things can be solved, of course. All these uh, things that I've mentioned, um, fear, anger, sadness, this issue with physical uh, 
closeness or you know feeling close sexually or from uh, to your partner it's things that you can work on but it's tough because it it's tough and it's scary it's the time of the day and how much time you have to perform a task if you don't feel like you have the right energy to exercise in the morning don't plan it at that time of the day but maybe in the afternoon or in the evening inevitably mean that some changes will have to happen and um and we don't like changes you know we're scared of changes especially when we've been in certain you know living in, in a certain scenario for a while it's scary it's scary to uh, to change both the time of the day and having enough time are essential since i've been there for a long time because it could really be that you have developed a persona around that you know being overweight being that person who doesn't show his or uh, anger or fears or uh, i mean whatever emotion you know you you feel difficult to you feel that it's difficult to express uh, you've probably built a persona around that um, like i was saying earlier in uh, this recording my persona as a as a child and and as a young adult even and later on in my life was to be this uh, always happy cheerful funny guy and uh, well i think i'm quite a funny guy but now i choose when i want to be funny i don't want uh, to be funny just to please others i don't want to be funny just to help others um, if they're experiencing difficult times i don't want to be funny to um, find my place um, in a group or in you know in my social activities or with with friends let's say i i want to be funny if i can uh, when i decide to when it's you know when it's fine not because i'm acting funny so i mentioned the persona and uh, in fact the persona is this image of you that you show to others and with time in fact you may even feel like this is the you know this is the real you but um if you take a better look and if you look back at who you were and you know the things that you liked and the way you used to behave uh, before you can clearly see that somehow with time you have you have developed this persona and it's not really you so there is um the persona there is a the lifestyle as well um you know with time we with our lifestyle change it changes i mean we we get in a better place financially with hopefully um, um we have kids we you know we, we get married not everybody but you know many people uh, get married um not everybody has kids i know as well um so altogether your lifestyle changes maybe you exercise less maybe you feel more stressed maybe you uh, you don't find time to uh, see your friends and you know when you were seeing your friends before that was a time in in the you know a moment in the week or in the months where you could express some difficult things you could share some more intimate things but you don't really have time to see them anymore you don't really have time as i said to exercise the way you used to exercise when you were in your 20s into habit sleep compensation which is compensating for a task you haven't been able to complete if you haven't done it this time try understand what happened and see how you can make sure you will do it next time and most of all please be kind to yourself during that process
the kind of portion you got used to, you know, like somehow you got used to serving yourself like quite a large plate of whatever, you know, you've cooked or you, you've ordered a, a restaurant. And it's really difficult to change those habits. It takes time. It takes some practice. It's, in fact, also very interesting. Uh, I mean, I find it an interesting thing to do. Thing to do. When you're doing a diet, in fact, you're completely changing your habits. And that's true for any diet, in fact. Because almost by definition, diets come up with a set of rules. You're being told what to eat or not, how many calories you're allowed to have daily, and even sometimes when to eat, you know, when you should eat, when you should fast. So altogether, diets come up with rules. And it's interesting that when you're doing a diet, because you're being told exactly what you should do or shouldn't do, then you can change your habits. Not for very long, maybe, but you can do it then. And the thing is that when you're done with your diet, the rules, there is no rule. Well, I mean, in every diet book, they come up with like the post-diet uh, plan where they tell you what you should do uh, in order to keep the weight off. But that's when most people fail, in fact, because it's not clear, because, you know, with time, you cannot stick to rules anyway, um, because you will, you know, you will go out with friends and they will invite you uh, um, for dinner and they will serve you some wine. And with time, we get tired of these rules. So what do we do with that? What do we do once we are done with our diet? And again, I'm against the diets, but one thing I repeat that, you know, it can, one opportunity it can give you is that you see that you can, in fact, if you want to, you can change your habits. So that's a good thing about it. At least there is one. But then what should you do when, once you're done with your diet? Well, that's when, in my opinion, you should start eating mindfully and intuitively. It's two different things, in fact. They're pretty close, but it's two different things. In order to eat mindfully and intuitively, you will have first to find out um, why you've been overeating. And I've mentioned all the reasons why so many of us tend to overeat. So... And it, that takes time. So, you know, it takes months or years sometimes. So, you know, you, there you are, you're, you're done with your diet. And, uh, well, you don't have the time ahead of you. So ideally, when you want to lose weight and you want these changes to happen quite quickly um, and you really want to do a diet, well, do a diet if that's really what you want to but also work on the reasons why you've put on that weight and work on what it means really to eat mindfully and intuitively. This will make a major difference. It will change the way you see yourself also. It's not like a diet is not just a diet or a weight loss. It's not just a challenge. It's a radical change in the way you see yourself. It's first accepting that you've got your weaknesses that life hasn't always been nice to you, you know. And uh, here, uh, in fact, in this uh, episode, I haven't mentioned the traumas sometimes from the early childhood 
which can make you overeat because I don't want to get into this uh, because very specifically I will do a, um, a few uh, recordings about that but that's not really the point in this uh, in this one so yes it's admitting that things can be tough that you're struggling yes I tend to compensate by overeating yes even if I know that it's <laughs> it didn't work before and I know it's not ideal I'm going to do a diet, but at the same time, I want to understand, I want to have a clear view of why I did overeat and how I'm going to eat afterwards. So I'm going to manage my eating habits afterwards. So it's a big project. You may think, well, you know, there am I, I'm going to start a diet and then I'm going to uh, uh, see a therapist to see, uh, uh, to find out why I've been uh, overeating that way. And I have to um, learn how to eat mindfully and intuitively. Yes, it's a lot. But being overweight and the pain that goes around that, that comes with you know being overweight and the overeating, not just being overweight, but also the overeating, you know, how tired it makes you, how it takes all your energy, you know, because you think about what you're going to eat, what you shouldn't eat, but what you really feel like eating. And then afterwards, you, you, you think about your body and you see, and you know, and you touch your belly and you touch your neck and you think, oh, I'm so fat, I'm so this. And, and you, I mean, that's where the real pain is. Well, I, losing weight by eventually you doing a diet if that's what you want, that's not what I would recommend, again. Uh, and seeing a therapist and learning how to eat mindfully and intuitively is a journey. It's a journey to get to know yourself better. It's a journey to accept that things, like I've said, I know I repeat myself, but it's important, I think. Things haven't been easy for you. I mean... For most people, things haven't been easy, you know, and they compensate in another way, you know. And here I'm focused on on one way of, you know, of dealing with the difficulties we encounter in life, and it's overeating and drinking because drinking is a big one as well, not for everyone, of course. And um, first, accepting that, and then think, okay, but now I want to get to a better version of myself. I want to get back to uh, being more authentic. I want to get back to a to a, a body that I not love, maybe, but a body that I'm okay with. I mean, it, okay. Some people, you know, there are, it's a lot uh, in the social media. They say, "Oh, you want to love your body." I think it's more about respecting your body, being kind with your body, by not stuffing uh, ourselves with. Uh, food or with too much food or the wrong food we're not being kind with our body i haven't been kind to my body i've hurt myself by overeating and so what i suggest is okay this is how i am now I'm, i don't really like it but still it's me i mean there is just one person like me in the world and i've got to live with myself for the rest of my life so i'm gonna make sure that this person is in a better shape, that this person is more respectful with herself, that this person can see herself with kinder eyes, 
Yes, with candor eyes. I think that's an important thing to... Uh, I like that idea. So it's an ambitious project. It's a big one. Maybe it will take a few months, maybe a few years. Most of the time it's not a few years, but it can be a few years, depending on you know, the reasons why you got there. But when you think about all the years that you've spent feeling unhappy, frustrated, anxious, and feeling like you were unhealthy because you're overweight. I mean, if you compare the two, I think it's a nice project. And I'm sure it's something that, with the right mindset, you can accomplish. I really hope you can accomplish it anyway. Mm -hmm.